Welcome to Nerdables episode 440. This week we discuss the fallout from the Warner Brothers Discovery Plus investors meeting and what it means for DC and the DCEU. We also talk about a little bit where the streaming services are going as far as with commercials and uh, talk a little bit about Marvel and how it fits into the whole DCEU. So we're going to call this one Nerdables episode 440. DCEU, where'd you go? Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Chris. <laughs> I got ready to There's say Chris and Ethan. Two people named Chris on this one. That's weird. Hey, um, I so I have to do another voice. Last week we started talking about Comic Con and you know, there wasn't week. a presence of DC at Comic Con, except for week. their their hour of their um, panel. The first half hour was Black Adam. The second the panel half. that went on the same day as Marvel, and so nobody talked about that. Yeah. One. Because Marvel had a big panel. Marvel had a big week. DC had a uh, implosion. Would you call it for DCEU? No, uh, it's a lot of this is. That's not what I'm looking for. A lot of people knew this was coming because uh, when no, a lot of people knew something was coming and they overreacted. So the the we're talking about the investors call. That AT and T, Warner Brothers, and Discover, Discover, Discovery. whatever. Um, yeah, not Discover Card. Uh, which I think doesn't Disney own part of Discover Card? I think so. I think they do. <laughs> uh, happened on Thursday, and it was funny to see. My timeline for Twitter is basically comic creators and sports. That's all I really have. Right. Geeks and you know cosplayers or mm-hmm. whatever. And on Wednesday night, a lot of it was already like, you know, like RIP HBO Max. All right. It's, they're going to cancel it tomorrow. They're going to take it away from you tomorrow. They're going to take it away from you tomorrow. So there's all this doom and gloom. And what we got wasn't necessarily the end of HBO Max, except for the name. But there are a lot of changes that seem to be coming. And here's a shocker. Almost all of them were changes that we've been talking about for six months. Right. Well, when, as soon as they said Discovery Plus was buying or merging or whatever they're doing, buying so Discovery, Discovery Warner Plus Brothers from is, AT&T. That's not true. What it is is Discovery Plus, yes, is merging with Warner Brothers as a creative unit. Right. What's different is the person who runs Discovery and Discovery Plus content is now in charge of yes. Warner Brothers content. That's what's different. The creative director of... Warner Brothers is now the guy who was running Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Jeff Zaslow, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Zaslev. So we've known for a few months now that things were going to change. Correct. The way Warner Brothers was going to do entertainment business is going to change. They right. see it, he sees it very differently than the things that Warner Brothers has done. We have made fun of Warner Brothers on the show for years, mm-hmm. lacking direction and making absolutely bizarre decisions. Right. Um, One of the things, they, the first things they did was they came in to TBS and TNT and started taking away scripted content. Scripted content is expensive. Yes. And Discovery Plus, Discovery Channel. Remember, Discovery Channel used to be really great nature documentaries right. and stuff like that. And then it just became, you know, West Coast Customs and yep. House Hunters and all this stuff where the personalities get you more money than what's out oh, there. Oh, sure. 
having people that are engaging, usually very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame to see where discovery has shown up from where they were once a, once a month or once a year, they get back to their roots and they have shark week. Right. But even then half of those shows are awful. Mm-hmm. Now you used to get every week, the new premiere, great stuff every day. Yeah, that's great. Now there's maybe three days of decent content. Well, they spent they spent a lot of money on getting The Rock on there for getting just the a rock, promo. They got, you know, they had Will Smith a couple of years yep. ago. I will say the Will Smith one was really interesting because he does not like the water and he's <laughs> deathly afraid of sharks. So it was the Will Smith one was interesting as he's going through his motions of trying to figure out I want to get in the water with the sharks. Right. I want to, you know, I want to confront my fears. Meanwhile. Uh, Willow and Jada just, just right or not Jada. Um, what the hell is the son's name with, with Jada, Jaden, Jaden. They just jump in the water. No big deal. Yeah. You know, there's tiger sharks. I'm like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. And he's like, what the hell? So that one was interesting, but that was their, their key is like, we've got to get that. They did it with, um, uh, who's the, who's the fast, the furious guy who passed away. who died in the car crash. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Walker was a big conservationist. Oh yeah. And so he has a couple specials that are on there. I know National Geographic has done it mm-hmm. with Chris Hemsworth. And those are great to get people to to into oh, know, sure. watch the well, show. Really yeah. Um I wonder if the Chris Hemsworth ones have his shirt off. I don't know. Out in the ocean? Maybe. I don't know. You might get you might get those packs. But what they said was one of the things they said about the streaming service was that they're going to merge HBO Max and, and Discovery Plus into a new platform um, with a new name for the streaming service starting next year sometime. Yes. So one of the one of the first things from this, and this has always confused me. Okay. Like, who do you think owns Disney Plus? Disney. Okay. Makes sense, right? Right. Who do you think owns, I'm going to think of some of the other ones that are out there. I mean... It's it's a weird thing to have HBO Max. Well, it's because be of, the arm. I know what it is because it came from HBO Go and HBO, and because there were so many HBO stations and Cinemax stations, right? But so they put them together. That's not the that's no. not what that service is. No, it's Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah, all your Warner Brothers contents goes there. More people know DC is owned by Warner Brothers than realize that HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. Correct. So I didn't understand. Well, I didn't understand why they didn't change the name when they merged those two. Remember, this will be the second time they've merged. Right. They had HBO Max. They had DC Plus, DC Universe. DC DC Universe. And they merged them together. Yes. All the DC Universe content. Because it's stupid to run two services. And we said back then, why aren't they just merging all of their services together under Warner Brothers Plus? Yeah. Why don't you have Warner Brothers Streaming... You could call it WBSS, Warner Brothers Streaming Service, whatever you want. Plus, yeah. WB Max, Plus. even if it was just Warner Brothers Plus. Or, because everything or WB seems Plus. to be using Plus now. Yeah. If so, when Sony starts their service, it's not going to be called something weird. I don't think Sony's going to start a service. Everybody's going to start a service at this point. I mean, well, everyone's kind of got one. It won't one. be for a long time because Sony's made that deal with Netflix and then they made that deal with uh At with some Disney. point, they're going to do it. That's the thing. Is I still, I still think the Forbes magazine's right to... Within the next five to ten years, Sony's going to be sold because Sony. Maybe. Well, we talked about that. Sony, Sony Entertainment to wants to sell off Sony Pictures. April, April, um, to Apple Plus at Correct. some point. We talked about that. Again, Apple Plus. I think you know what that is. You know where that content's coming from. It's, mm-hmm. it's stuff that's created by Apple. It doesn't make sense to me for WB to have a streaming service that doesn't have WB in the title. Right. When we Paramount recognize has it. Paramount has it. 
Peacock is, but that's their symbol. We we've known that symbol for seventy five years, right? So that to me, I think it's a terrible name, but sure, it's but there. You, you know, it's even because if it's, you have Comcast, you have Universal, you have yeah. NBC. If it was NBC Universal, it would make sense to me because that, that seems to be what it would be. But I feel that's like what the building says there's a lot of there's a lot of Universal content that's not on there because Correct. it's still on other places. So that's one of the first things that we find out. Okay, they're going to merge these two services, and we're going to rename it before you know sometime next year right great so nothing's really going away yet no except for the stuff we've already removed because Mm -hmm. the next thing they say is no more direct to streaming movies right if we're going to make a movie we're going to spend the money and put it in theatrical release Mm -hmm. and that's a huge statement from a company that at the beginning of 2021 said everything this year is day and date yep the day it comes out in the theater it's on hbo max yep i watched I went to see Dune with uh, Roberto in a, in a theater and everything. And I missed a scene because I had to pee. I came home and I watched that scene. Yeah. I was like, what did I miss? There it is. Um, but some of their B titles that went straight to There's a lot of streaming, straight to they streaming. They have pulled. They pulled some series too. Mm-hmm. What, they, what he said, and I'll paraphrase it. I know I shared the quote. I probably should have pulled the quotes out, but was that if they're going to get a film, if they're going to make a film, a feature film, they're going to put the money behind it to put it up on the screen. It is going to get a theatrical release. Then it will get a VOD, ROD mm-hmm. window to buy or rent. And then it'll go onto whatever the new service is titled, the HBO Max service. Right. Which is very similar to what... It's what everybody, Disney, everybody else, else does. Is doing. You know, Disney, Disney has given you a... a dated window mm-hmm. which i still think is a mistake yeah I, I think having that because it is i mean you're making your family's made choices for a number of disney films like yeah we're not gonna go we'll just wait the 45 months days that, yeah, yeah you know month and a half two and a half months whatever they do and what they're doing is it you know because of the pirating thing and everything like that and they're still trying to make money off these outside of the streaming services you know you have the release date is say May 1st or whatever. And then 45 days later, it's going to be on the streaming service. But sometime in between that, usually around day 30, it's going to hit, you know, Blu-ray and VOD. Yeah, especially VOD. Right. There's Blu-ray sometimes is coming out later. There's a lot of, I was reading a lot on Friday after the call about physical media and people pining for physical media again. And how stuff will disappear, mm-hmm. mostly because what happened, what happened just before it, was what you alluded to that HBO Max removed like six series, right, and some movies that were direct to streaming. They premiered on HBO Max. They were on there. Nothing that anyone who I think would recognize. No, they were they small things. Pulled them, and people asked why. And it looks like, I think it's 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 a important to remember that Warner Brothers paid Gail Godot something like $25 million right. because a Wonder Woman 84 was dropped only on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't, for some of these older titles, they apparently don't have streaming rights in them. They're right. stuff that you have to renegotiate. Even with streaming rights in them, the easiest thing to do is you are the controller of the content. Mm-hmm. It's just pull it. So nobody can watch it. Well, see, one of them was American Pickle, which starred, which was written and starred Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. 
So he probably didn't get any back end points or what, you know, what he would normally get from a theatrical release. Another was Witches with Anne Hathaway. And, you know, she's probably got, you know, the same, probably didn't get what she normally would have made as far as points off of it. And that's the other thing is producers are going, wait a minute, we're not getting our points like we were that because was, it's not hitting the theaters. Remember when they announced that all of 2020, when, you, when they mm-hmm. announced the release for Wonder Woman 84 comes out on Christmas Day, all of our 2021 releases are right on there. Yep. Everyone went crazy. Producers yep. said, we don't want to work with Warner Brothers. Directors, major stars, we don't want to work with Warner Brothers because they don't have a way to compensate us. Correct. It's hard to monetize streaming services once after you launch, right? Yes. Because we look at something like Snyder's Justice League and the Snyder bots are like, yeah, it's going to bring millions of people to HBO Max to see it. No, it didn't. Right. There was no major bump. People who watched it only watched it for like less than an hour. Correct. The, the, if the, the numbers that those, were kind some of, of those leaked, numbers were people that were just getting the free trial too. Yes. There's the other thing. I think a lot of people have to remember something like half of their subscribers are free. Yep. Because you have AT&T product. It's not truly free. Correct. But they're counted as subscribers. I have that because I, I have do. an AT&T service. You have an AT&T service. If you have DirecTV or AT&T U-verse, you get HBO Max for free. If you have a cell phone service, you get HBO Max for free. If you have your internet run by AT&T U-verse, you get it for free. Yeah. So a lot of people have HBO Max that aren't what, what, what I would think is an active subscriber. I did not go to that channel to buy it. Correct. I have it. You do not pay a monthly fee to it. Correct. A now they physical. may take it out of, it may count it, whatever the, you know, the eight ninety nine. Sure. But I think that's important because how do you monetize something when most of your subscribers are not active subscribers? Correct. They're not people that uh, went out of their way to get your service. Mm-hmm. You know, I signed up for Apple Plus because of the prehistoric, the prehistoric planet. Right. That was they can monetize that. What was the difference between the week before and the week after prehistoric planet? Okay, that's a good number. See, in the way that the way that Apple Plus did it or Apple TV Plus, whatever it is. um, When I first got it, it was free for a year because I bought a new Apple product. Right. So I had it free. And then it started charging me the four ninety nine or whatever it was. But I, you know, there's stuff on there that I like, and you know, the services. I have that. Apple Plus. I got Apple Plus for free through Target. Right. Target had a promotion to sign up for four months for free, and so I took it. And now I'm trying to burn through as much as I want to watch <laughs> before. <laughs> but you mentioned you mentioned people are wanting physical copies again because well, what, we can do that. It, we can we can, we'll talk okay, about we'll that talk down about the, lo- the road. Part of of the 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 more of this is it's hard to monetize it and so how do you decide what you know what is that actively bringing to you well the other bad thing is that the unions are having to play catch up with these things mm-hmm. you know the directors the the writers the the actors guilds all this they've had to renegotiate contracts and renegotiate how residuals the, and the things are writer like strikes oh, yeah. seven years ago or whatever was a big part of it was how do we compensate for digital? Because one of the things you buy a ticket for a movie, it doesn't matter whether you watch 10 minutes of it and walk out Correct. or you say the whole thing with a streaming service. It is like if you're a director of a picture and I only watch 10 minutes of it as an owner of that picture, that's streaming it. I didn't get anything for those 10 minutes. Really? They didn't stay for anything. Why am I paying you money? 
when that person clearly did not watch your product. They you're, watched 10 minutes of it and turned it off. But you're getting you're getting a view. It's like if you went onto YouTube. But that's the thing is views don't get that problem. This, this has been everybody's problem with Nielsen ratings forever. You only have to watch the first 10 minutes of a program for 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 it to count as Nielsen. Like well, Nielsen, Nielsen's is every 15 minutes. So yeah. it, it'll, it'll, if you only start a show and you stop that's it after the, 15 yeah, minutes. All the shows for, all the shows that came, you know, there were always big hits after Friends and Seinfeld because right. you left your TV on. You, know, you just didn't turn it off or you didn't change the channel or whatever. And so those were in there that to me, you know, it, does that qualify as a count now in an ad based television? It does. Cause there's at least two ad breaks in those first 15. Right. Minutes. And there's where the other thing is ads are coming without and he mentioned, We've been it, he about mentioned it in there. He, uh, Disney mentioned it. Uh, like we talked about that. Disney's about talked about it. Ago. Netflix is talking about it. I put it in our thing. You did. It was in there. Um, yeah. So takeaways from the Warner Brothers thing for me, focusing on VOD, saying that they were de-emphasizing streaming services as well as offering an ad-free version of whatever HBO Plus Discovery is going to become. Right. Direct to streaming content was too expensive, so expect most of that to go away. It's going to be Hulu. It'll be Hulu, and this is it. It has this as I'm talking to this with other people at the shop or whatever. It's the thing I talked about with like Disney. Okay, so let's say Disney Plus goes to an ad version. Mm-hmm. And it's coming. It's going to happen. There's no reason. Peacock's already there. Peacock's there. Uh, Peacock launched with an ad version. Yep. That's easy when you have a lot, when you're porting a lot of content. We talk about games, you know, porting from one to the other. Mm-hmm. When you're porting TV, you have those natural breaks in there. Right. It's easy to put ads They're in not the really Simpsons. putting them in with the movies either. Exactly. Though. That's where you start to get something weird. Because if you're making original series... Right. For you know, let's take the fact that just watch the first two seasons of Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn does not have ad breaks. Correct. At all. Correct. It's 20 something minutes of just straightforward. If you want to do ads, I said this with Disney plus when we were talking about that, however many months ago, are you going to John Favreau and Dave Filoni and say, you got to give me three breaks in every episode and every episode better be at least 45 minutes because I got to get three breaks in there. I can't have a 20 minute episode anymore because I got to sell 15 minutes worth of ad time, you know, or whatever it's going to be. You then have your content is going to change the way you make the content likely will, will change. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't know how they're going to do it. One of them does it where I think it's, I think it's Amazon prime where if you watch three episodes in a row, like the third episode, you get a quote unquote commercial before it. Probably. Before the next episode. The longest break in the, because my Hulu is is ads, because if you get this, the Disney bundle. And mine's not. Yeah. If you get the Disney bundle, it just gives you the ad Hulu one. I don't think right. they have an option. Anyway. They do, mostly, now. But, they do now. But mostly what I watch is ported content. Right. Bob's Burgers, Law and Order, La Brea. <laughs> um, and. It's not, yeah. So watching, I watched Prey on Friday, which is a direct-to-Hulu movie. Yes. No ads in the movie. Correct. Beforehand, 45 seconds of ads, you can't skip. Fine. That's fine. That's fine with me. I don't really give a damn. My worry is something like Andor that's going to have ads just show up right in the middle of it. Or are you going to do that kind of content? Again, this is where we get, or, or, or what YouTube has started doing, where when you get to the end of your video... 
there's now before it gets to the next video or whatever, it just mm-hmm. automatically starts. It gives you a 30 second ad that you can't skip. See, I don't mind that. I don't mind it versus the, the, the odd part. If I you do it before the, and after I'm fine. I found watching. If you do it like Facebook where you get all of a sudden that really weird cut, you, you get know. the weird cuts and then it jumps back a couple of seconds. It's weird. I watched, uh, at some point last week, I don't even remember what, what service it was on. I watched Predators, the one with Adrian, Adrian Brody. Yes. And it's, it's like the first 40 minutes, no ads. Yeah. The next 40 minutes, every five minutes. Uh-huh. And there's an ad. And it's like TV where you're like in a really intensive scene. And the Predators are coming. And then, hey, kids, tell your mom and dad to buy yourself a Toyota Beef. Yeah. The first, <laughs> first truck made for thick boys. It's just very weird in those kind of places, and in a movie, it's very tough. So I've never watched movies on TV to actually sit down and watch Correct. it. Correct. Uh, you know, I'll have it, it on now, the background or whatever. Now, if you're doing something like Lord of the Rings Extended Cut, where it has like an intermission break or something. Yes. Then, but even then, the intermission break can be weird, too. Correct. That's why, you know, we, we've seen these commercials with Disney with like, you know, the Marvel superhero stars. We did, you know, that air usually during... The same time that they're airing, like Winter Soldier and the, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, you'll see a commercial, yeah. like a Toyota commercial, and it's got the in it or whatever. Or That's the flip side of it: is you can offer advertising much easier in a streaming service to to basically come to Toyota or whatever, right? And say, hey, uh, we've already done the legwork for you. We got four Marvel actors who are willing to do a commercial. Yeah. We'll pay them. You pay us. Yeah. Okay. Because they're just going to do it on set. Right. You know, we're, we're, you know, right now we're going to have something for space chips, but it's going to be Andor and his ship. Like, okay, dude, give me the space chips. I love space chips. Just, you know, one take. Yeah. Like, okay, Diego, can you do the space chips one? What the hell am I doing? <laughs> um, it's it's going to be different. Everyone's got to go. Or you're going to have like, like if something like, like Andor. You would put Disneyland commercial before it. Either, oh, yeah. I mean, you've already got that. Right. That's That'll be there. Um, but this is going to be... Because you need... You, I don't care how many subscribers Disney Plus has. When you look at the money that Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and Amazon and Apple Plus are spending right. in a year to get this content there, you have to find a way to monetize it. Sure. You have to. There just isn't... There's no way that especially a, a when your Netflix entity as it's, as it's existed for so long. Right. And everyone can be like, oh, Walt wanted to give away everything for free. Bullshit. Walt wanted to make money. Right. Go back and really look at Walt's After he life. made enough money, that's when he started wanting to make sure everybody else no, no. got their compensation. When too. he got, no. When he made enough money, he wanted to make more. And the last thing he wanted to do was give anybody. Walt was a jackass. <laughs> But most major studio execs are. Sure. I mean, if you look at, there's a, there's a history of animation. There's a cartoon history of animation um, comic that recently came out a couple months ago. And it isn't super flattering, but it's honest. It's truthful. That's what these guys did. Although I have to admit, we're watching that light and magic. LA, uh, ILM seems like it would have been the best place to work back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, because it wasn't being controlled. But you also not it only also wasn't Lucas wasn't trying to make money with ILM. Right. He was just trying to make money with the movies ILM made. Right. It wasn't until they got to Star Trek, like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we sell our services to other places? Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And but you even, though, but you even when to- you got working in there, 
you weren't just restricted to the job that you were hired for. You could move around. Yeah. And no, if you showed a, interest. That would never exist. No. There's, there's no, no way. There's no way. Or the kid that, you know, or John Knoll. John, yeah. John Knoll serves him. That's why I told you. I was like, John Knoll's news. He calls Lucasfilm and says, hey, can, yeah. my dad dropped me off. He's at Disneyland or whatever. They came out for a conference the, or whatever ILM, it was. Yeah. They went to Disneyland. He looks up ILM in the phone book. Yep calls them and says, I want to work in Hollywood. Can I come see you guys? Sure. And the dude on the phone says, yes. His dad, this is the best. He's a, he's a teenager. Yep. He's 16. No, he's 15. He drops him off at ILM in the morning and lets him stay there for eight and a half hours. Now you can't see Yoda from the gates. Like nope. you, you just and like, he gets a tour from Tippett. He gets a tour from Phil Tippett. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's such a different, this, this a thing of, you know, we talk about anything with, with creative things. You can't submit stuff Correct. blind anymore because, because of uh, being sued. Yes. You send them a story and then there happens to be a story that Brian Michael Bendis is working on. That's very close. Yep. He publishes it. You sue them. Yep. You're not going to win, but it's still a hassle. So it's like, nope, you cannot, you can't submit blindly anymore. We have to ask for it. So that way you can sign the contract that says everything that you submit, we own. Yep. I mean, we can do whatever we want with it. I was just, it was so funny as I, I was, uh, I was on one of the monster high groups and they were talking to, there was a, there was a a message. One of the creators of monster high, uh, Garrett, I forget his last name now, uh, has no, you know, he has to buy his toy, the monster high, monster Mm -hmm. high dolls and things. And he's no longer there. And they were like, don't you get a percentage of this and stuff? He's like, no, Mattel does. And the thread was like, this is unfair. They, they, you know, they should get it. I'm like, you guys understand that when you work for a company, whatever you create in, within that company, you know, for that company, mm-hmm. they own. It's just like if you Stuff are a hire, scientist at, a, at a university, they own whatever patents you come up with. You know, they own it. Unless they, you have a different, unless you have a, unless unless a different Lucas. contract. Well, no, you just, unless you have a different contract with them. Yeah. Lucas was making Star Wars. He didn't. He didn't sell it. He sold. He, he went for a distribution, right? Correct. So that was a big part of it. He kept a lot of the rights for for those. And there types was no. There was no marketing, and there were no yeah, toys. He was and... able to keep the creative control and all yeah. of that. And that's why even Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, the creative control stayed with Lucas. Right. It was Lucas that didn't rehire Irvin Kershner to do Return of the Jedi because he wanted a different director who wasn't going to say no to it. I didn't realize how fast Dykstra was out though. Yeah. Dykstra, he was that man. He was you, mad because you you think you always think about ILM and stuff. You think of Dykstra. I forgot that he never really came back. No, I thought he I came mean. back at one point. That's what I meant. No, it's it's uh, the Light and Magic documentary is the best thing that's been on there since uh, the the um, Imagineering. Oh, the Imagineering story is the best thing they've ever done. Yeah, their documentaries it's are so amazing. good. Um, so, anyways, with Warner Brothers and their streaming service. There's a lot of they're they're not doing as much. It doesn't seem like they're doing as much original content as this Disney. Is, this is where or Netflix or well, this, Apple this TV. This is where the the not knowing everything and not getting a lot of information is what happens to series. Right, well, they don't have a lot of them, but they do have some. They've already started. They've already pulled some of them. They've already pulled some of them, but they have a hit cartoon in Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, the HBO stuff, something like Westworld is still being shown on HBO. Sure. Correct. But the bulk of Westworld is for HBO max. Right. But you also have the you DC have the, stuff. You have, you have Doom the DC Patrol, stuff. You have yeah. Doom Patrol. You have Peacemaker. Titans. We know there's a, yeah. 
And that's a lot of the stories after what are the fate of these shows? If you have them saying, we're not going to spend money on anything that's not on a theatrical release in terms of a feature film, how are you going to sell TV? Correct. And the answer is ads. Because the other thing is they have the CW and now they've pulled all of the, all of the Arrowverse shows are being canceled. They're ending. They're not being renewed. They're not, can't, you're not actively canceled the season. Yeah, it's quote there. unquote. Like Flash is getting 13 episodes to finish Flash out. Flash was given a final season. That's what, what um, I think that. Um, what else is Legends there? got canceled. I don't, I don't think, yeah, Legends was not given another season. Batgirl got canceled. Or Batgirl, Batwoman got canceled. Batwoman wasn't given. Well, Batgirl got canceled too. Yes, Batgirl. Um, we'll talk uh, about that. But Bat- uh, Blue Woman. Lightning or Black, Black Lightning. Black Lightning is still there, I want to say. And I so is Naomi. Well, one of the weird things for, for this, it's sort of like just like something. A lot of DC properties in other places are really weird. Why the Last Man was not renewed for a second season. Correct. We have not heard anything about DMZ getting a second season. Correct. Sandman is on Netflix. Sandman just came out. We'll see what happens there because if I'm Warner Brothers, why am I giving these, why am I letting these going to other places? Right. Or having their fates, you know, maybe if, if why the last man was on Warner Brothers was on HBO Max, it might have gotten a second season. Sure. Because it's a product that, it's already ours. But you also have, you have, uh, the fate was left with Hulu. You have Sweet Tooth that's on Netflix that just got, it's getting its second se- season. I thought they were done. I thought they, I thought it was only one season in the first place. It's not a very long book. No, it got a second season. Fascinating. Um, Lock and Key's done, but Lock and Key wasn't Warner Brothers. Um, um, so the fate Sandman, of, the we, fate of these types of series on HBO Max is now what people are asking about. What happens next? Are we going to get another season of Harley Quinn? Are we going to get another season? You know, James Gunn has said, we're getting Peacemaker season two. Yeah. Are we getting a third season if Peacemaker two is successful? Or is it something where, are you going to get that push? If Peacemaker two is successful in the form that it's in now, and HBO Max, Discovery Plus, whatever, Mm -hmm. executives go to James Gunn and say, season three has got to have commercials. Right. And he says, I don't want to do commercials. I want to do mini movie episodes. No, we're not yeah. doing that anymore. There will be a ad tier free or an ad tier uh, um, level. Yes. Ad free tier. There you go. There you go. Ad free <coughs> tier. And because of that, you can still make those shows that way. Sure. But that makes the ad, which is going to be the more popular of the two. It always is because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's going to make that really well, jarring. Look at it. Um, Hulu, it's... Five ninety nine now, I think, for the ad one, twelve or thirteen ninety nine mm-hmm. for the for the ad free. That's gonna, my my worry is how much is Disney Plus going to be without ads? It's going to be like twenty five bucks. Yeah, it's going to be really high. And then I think we'll see. You know, we we've seen what happened to Netflix when they decided to do, uh, the stop sharing codes. Mm-hmm. Which I love people that are just like, no, sharing codes is a right. I, and I'm yeah, like, no, it's meant to be in your home. That's right. it. You're, it's not you and your son that's at college and your brother who lives in another town and your parents who live back east. Well, there are some there are some streaming services that, like uh, AMC and those, that if you put in somebody else's information and you're not in that region, it will not allow you to yeah. enter it in because mm-hmm. it's telling you you're out of region from whatever you put as your home region. Right. And then you just use the VPN and stuff. It, it's yeah. just a, something now where 
uh, people are mad at Netflix for doing what Netflix should be doing. Right. Right. And, and it's just this idea. We want to get into the bigger notion of anyone under the age of 25 believes all entertainment should be free. Sure. Because that's what they've gotten. They've, they've had the opportunity to never pay for anything. Mm-hmm. There's an old cartoon years ago. My friend Darren sent it to me. And the top panel, it's a guy and a, and a kid. And he says, hey, kid, you want to buy some drugs? And the kid says, no, drugs are bad. Second panel is the same, the same dude, the same kid. You know, the first one says 1995. And then the other one says like 2025. Yeah. Hey, kid, you want to buy some drugs? <laughs> buy? Yeah. Are you out of here? You're out of your mind? I mean, there's so much that, you know, we talk about the the entitledness and all of that junk and everything. But one of the things that's there, and it's not their fault. It's just that's what's been out there. Sure. With, I mean, with so Reddit long. and everything, you know, and all Between these torrent sites. Reddit and torrent sites and YouTube. And, I mean, you can find full movies on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And it's just whenever they get taken down, it's just a new channel that puts it back up. Well, this is you also know, the generation the whole, that would rather watch... The trailer from you know the the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer from somebody's lap that's you know got a third of the screen missing. Yeah. Instead of waiting six months or th- whatever time for the whole trailer to come out. No, it's 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 an interesting. That's something and, and not casting blame. I'm not saying what's right, what's wrong. It's something different. Yes. You know, I look at your daughter and just say she's never not had digital. Correct. She's never had to wait for it to come on. Sit in front of the TV at eight o'clock, have to tape something, mm-hmm. have to put it in the DVR. Even if he's not in the DVR, you're going to find it. Right. There's so much on-demand content that's out there. And all of us are still kind of getting used to it. The idea of like, oh, oh yeah, I can I can do that. Yeah. I could do this. I it's not it's not taping it, it's just recording it. Yeah. It's just already there. Yeah. It's it just exists. Yeah. You know, something like I don't have to wait for Hulu. Hulu's going to show Prey on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and I got to make sure it's in the DV. No, it's just when I get home from work. Now, I mean, there oh. are still there are still things. It's usually live sports, though. That's where, so now when we're talking about ads, one of the things that people have realized, that execs have realized, and there's a reason why we're watching the Dodgers on ESPN, but the Dodgers signed a deal with what used to be Time Warner to Spectrum, uh-huh. Many years ago, for like four billion dollars, yeah. for Spectrum to be the, ult, the the exclusive provider of Dodgers games, because Spectrum had cable services here yep. in Southern California, and they decided, you know, we're going to make Directv pay seven dollars per subscriber for this, and Directv said, you can go pound sand. Yeah, that's not happening. Until finally, like two years ago, the Dodgers went to to Spectrum and like, what are you doing? Yeah, Directv is still the number one cable service satellite provider in the in, uh, in which is owned by AT and T, which is, which is owned, by owned by Warner Brothers, which brings everything back full but circle. But it's, it's it's this this thing when something like ESPN Plus mm-hmm. makes a deal to show almost every NHL game, right? You know, it's just this, the ones that are on TNT once a week, sure. The ones that are on ABC, not on, well, even the ones on ABC are on ESPN Plus, right? Well, that's why do people do that? I'll tell I'll tell you why ESPN did it. Because even though the numbers aren't great, the only time Americans now accept commercials mm-hmm. is in live sports. Yeah. And that's why these guys have, have spent well, so much money. We've seen these this proliferation of new stadiums and arenas, uh-huh. these huge deals. It's because regional sports, what used to be the Fox Sports ones, which are now Bally's because Disney had to sell them because Congress told them to. Those guys signed huge deals with you know, to be the exclusive provider of the Texas Rangers baseball. Right. Because the only one that still sells ads. Right. 
And it's the only one where you're not fast forwarding through ads because you're rarely watching a sporting event after. Some people do. Yes. Um, a lot of people do. There's there's a good portion of them, but it's not like... The majority of people still watch it live. Yeah. For for anything that I was DVRing, let me tell you, I didn't watch a single commercial. Yeah. Ever. If I DVR'd Saturday Night Live, nope. If I yeah. DVR'd Law & Order, nope. I'm, I'm fast forwarding through all I'll of forget. them. I'll forget. I'll, I'll be sitting there sometime, and I'll usually, you know, the commercial. I'll go get something to drink, or you know, yeah. Or you'll just forget to fast or forward. Forget like to fast every forward. time we watch Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um. But live sports, you don't do that. You can't. You're watching it live. Hey, those those uh, skinny pop ads are fascinating. Oh my god, the worst. Streaming allows you. What streaming allows you to do is to put in controls that doesn't allow people to skip ads. Correct. And that's a selling point when you go to Toyota, when you go to Budweiser, when you go to Coke, when you go to Skinny Pop, when you go to Target, when you go to Kohl's and they're advertising and say, hey, if somebody puts on Andor, they're going to see a Target ad. Yes. There is no way around it. Correct. When you hit play, it's going to come up and it's going to be like, get on Target today and get your jeans and, you know, and the fact that especially with, with streaming and digital, you can probably uh, curate that advertising a lot better. You can send them a commercial much easier than you used to. Well, that's just it. You not only can you, you send them a, an ad a lot easier. You can also, as you're just saying, curate, you can, you can special specialize your ads for that service. You know, it's like the WWE's on, um, on, Fox on Friday nights, right? A lot of their ads star their wrestlers. It's like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like no. What, I mean, more of 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 changing. Like Target can Target. Let's say Target buys three thirty second spots in every episode of Andor. Yeah. Every week that can be what's on sale that week. Oh sure. You know, you know if it's Friday coming up Sunday in our new ad, come get betting 25% off because the ad doesn't Boys necessarily going to stick with whatever. And, and if you're watching very it six months from now, it's still it. going yeah. to be the updated ad. You're going to be able to send it to them digitally to yeah. be like, Hey, replace the three with these three, place the three with these three. So you're not seeing, or like ESPN plus you can sell all your spots to Taco Bell. Right. And just have the same goddamn Taco Bell commercial on for every sport you watch. That's what C, uh, CW and uh, AMC does that with oh, their streaming God. service watching when we were watching uh the last year that uh the nhl was on no it was the second to last year the nhl was on nbc with uh nbc sports network i swear they only sold four commercials yeah just over and over again we'd have hot mic parties where all of us from fuck podcast would be watching the show quote unquote together watching it at the same time and, and having uh text chats yeah and it was constant you know the the stupid commercial for was it Geico? We have ants yeah. at our home, and the ants come in expired, expired, expired. So it would start, and I would just text you know, I would just put in the chat expired, expired. And it's funny because we're watching internationally. There's a lot of people in Australia and mm-hmm. um, in England that were watching. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you guys aren't getting the same ads we are. Well, it's just like I was sitting here watching uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, and you know it went to a Spanish commercial. And oh, it, there's so many on Hulu. And it would just keep repeating the same one over. And Beth's like, what the hell are you watching? The, the, I got four ads before Prey started. Yeah. On Friday. And the last one was for Toyota, but it was in Spanish. And I was like, primero Toyota. Yeah. Um, 
Necesito intraca de deliable. Now, Con there's a lot. Should we go? You want to go through what all is being canceled for DC? I don't know if it's canceled. I mean, again, it's 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 a, it's a part of these things that have been well, they, they they've canceled. They decided to not do GCPD. They're not doing GCPD. Yes, they're not doing uh, Gotham Knights anymore, which was going to be on the CW. Um, both of those are complete gone. Uh, CW is not going to be a network in two years. No, it's not. It's um, KTLA's fudged. Yeah, <laughs> KTLA is the local CW network here in California, and they're going to be like, uh, "What are we showing again?" Supergirl has been canceled as a movie. Even though she is supposed to be in the Flash movie. Um, Batgirl is the big one that is causing a lot of headaches right now. And there's a lot of backlash. Uh, is there a lot of backlash? I think there's a lot of people that understand. Well, Zoe that uh, Sardana not- just came out today saying that, you know, this is ridiculous. You need to support this. They need to put this out there. Nobody needs to do anything. No. But this is exactly, this happened before the call. And people were wondering, why did you get so far? And you didn't do it. It was a movie that was its principal photography was done and that was it. Mm-hmm. In order to put that movie out, even just direct to streaming, it was still going to cost them another $90 million to finish it. I don't know if it's that much. It's that much. That's what it, that's what they're talking about. Cause the budget on that movie wasn't that much. The budget doesn't matter what they de- deemed, what they got and what they saw to where they had to get it, including marketing to get people to see it. And that's where, again, their new strategy when you look at something like this, why are we spending money telling people to come to HBO Max to watch Batgirl when there's no ads in it? Sure. And they're not paying for it. Why are we going to spend money? Why are we going to put commercials on the CW network? Why are we even going to bother to spend to to have an editor cut a, a promo to put on the other ads on HBO Max? Hey, when you're done watching Harley Quinn, make sure to check out Batgirl. What does it matter? Mm-hmm representation and artists and all that sure it does HBO Max doesn't give a damn no Warner Brothers doesn't give a damn all Warner Brothers cares about is are we going to make money and that type of film a direct to streaming film what the head of Discovery Plus is saying and what HBO or Warner Brothers is agreeing with is why are we spending so much money to make something that we have no idea how to make money back on right it doesn't matter it doesn't what does it mean to go to HBO Max Right? Okay, let's say they go from 8 million subscribers to 8 million and 4. That, that's another $5. There, I mean, they're not... Where Disney is getting more su- subscribers every day and able to do direct direct to movie or direct to streaming movies. They're, they're very much keeping... They're trying to get to keep their content. If I look at HBO Max, Batgirl's not going to move the needle. Justice League didn't move the needle. Correct. Uh, having your entire slate of 21, 21 films day to day didn't seem to move the needle that much. They're not rising the way that Disney Plus was. Correct. Disney Plus obviously was, look, if we don't do a second season of Mandalorian, a lot of these people are going to cut this service. Right. If we don't start doing Marvel shows, a lot of people are going to cut this service. It's And, and their meteoric, their meteoric uh, rise in subscriptions, they're, they're still gaining... But it's not what it was. Now Disney's like, okay, we're not getting a million new subscribers a month. And you're spending a ton of money. Mm-hmm. 
that budget or no, that picture was going to be $150 million at the end with everything with marketing, with all the things you wanted to do. Kevin Feige and both, uh, both Kevin Feige and uh, uh, James Gunn came out supporting it. You know, that they should, but that's, that's, what are you going to do? But the biggest news to me, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it's going to be is Bob Chappick and Bob Iger would come out like, yeah, that's the right decision. That's the thing. When you talk to a businessman, don't talk to a creator. Bob Chappick and Bob Bob Iger are probably coming out like, yeah, we probably should have done that a couple of times. But it's weird as though, because we talked about, you know, three months ago when we first heard about this movie, they, the first thing we heard was the original uh, audience um, screeners that they did, you know, the, the ones that they usually do to kind of evaluate where the movie's at and how well it's doing, or if it's going to, you know, the audience, if the audience is going to like it or not. They got good reviews. Okay. And then they came out a few weeks later. There's a lot of movies that got after good reviews. After Comic-Con and said, no, we were getting yeah. bad reviews. It's, again, it might be a vocal minority. It might be a vocal majority. It looked like it was CW quality. And that's not what they wanted to do sure. for what's going to be a, a motion picture for them. And that's the, if the decision was already made probably months ago to say, if we're going to make a movie, we're going to make a movie. Yeah. And that bodes, that that has a foreboding tone to it of, we ain't making anything small anymore. Right. It's going to be Batman or bust. Well, you know, we're making which the goes Batman. into the next thing that they came out and said this week. Michael Keaton is not Batman. Well, because you remember, we were going to end up. You'd called it too. We'd had three different Batman mm-hmm. within a year. On, on four different films. Yeah, we'll still have three and three. Right. Because we'll still have Rob Pattinson, Michael Keaton, and Flashpoint, and then Ben Affleck and Aquaman. Too. Yes, that's the one that scrap makes me scratch my head. Correct, and that's we'll talk about that in a little bit too of of this, the head scratching versus what we think it's going to happen. Yeah, um, but it's just you know, DC seems like we we even talked about this. You know, we were starting to talk about this last week with. They need to find somebody like Kevin Feige. So that's the other thing that they said is yeah. that DC, we'll call it the DCEU for lack of a better term. That's sure. not the term they used. It's a term I'm using just to say the movie verse. They called it the Snyderverse. It used to be called the Snyderverse, yes. What the president of Discovery Plus said is we're going to take a moment, we're going to stop, and then we're going to come back with a plan for 10 years, mm-hmm. and we're going to have somebody help run it. Yeah, much like what Kevin Feige did with Marvel. And this is basically and what you and I were both saying last week. I, I said this last week because, look, again, I'm, I'm not looking at this point of view from the person that likes Joker, the person that likes this, because I ran into people at work and everything. They were like, I like the way DC does this, that nothing has to be connected. Right. I already have that with Marvel. I don't want it with DC. I said, that's great. Here's the other problem. Very few of those films have made money. Yes, that's true. Joker did. Yes, totally. Could you imagine if Wonder Woman 84 actually made it to a box office? It would have flopped. It was It would have had a good awful. first weekend. It would have That's fine. That movie would have bombed. Yes. Okay. Aquaman Aquaman made money. Yeah, it totally did. Justice League didn't. Nope. Justice League made less money than Suicide Squad. Yep. Suicide Squad um, 2 made money. Suicide Squad 2 did not make any money. It's on a streaming service. That's uh, that's uh, what they're talking that, that about. Did come out too. Yes, did it's come on out HBO both. Max. That's something like that. You have a movie where and I would not be shocked if somebody revealed that's what helped start this conversation. We got this movie that everybody likes. It's getting great buzz. 
Reviewers like it. DC fans like it. The people that don't like Suicide Squad, first one like this one. Everybody loves it. Doesn't mean anything. We didn't make any money on it. How many new subscribers did we get just because of Suicide Squad? Sure as hell not enough to justify $200 million. Yeah, see, that one, the, the, that had a budget of $185 million, mm-hmm. and its domestic open was $26 million. Which one? Um, the, the, the Suicide Squad. The I thought one. they did release that in theater, didn't they? Yes. I forgot about that. So it made, worldwide, it made $168 million. It, it didn't made even make less, its budget back. It didn't, it make, didn't its make its budget back. No. And if that movie was only available in the theater, I bet you it would have. Sure. It may not have blown anything away. But I bet you it would have made its money back. Yep. At least get to a point where it wasn't a total loss. And that's where these types of things come in. What everything HBO said on Thursday, everything Warner Brothers said on Thursday, from a business standpoint, makes total sense to me. From a creative standpoint, it sucks. Especially as I'm watching Harley Quinn thinking they're never going to make this again. Right. This is never going to happen again. You know. So it is the the DC stuff wasn't fantastic. So to have someone with a plan, and it's not, again, like I said last week, I, I'm not saying that someone's going to stand there and go, okay, I want this director to do this film. I want this director to do this film, this director to do this film. All three films need to be super gritty and X-rated. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I'm talking about people coming to him and saying, I'd like to develop a movie with this character. I'd like to develop a movie with this character. I'd like to develop a movie with this character and saying, yes, yes, no, I'm sorry. I don't think that works. Yep. I don't think we should make a Batgirl film where she's black. When we have a Batman film with James Gordon already in it. Well, actually, that would make sense because James Gordon is black in that movie, isn't he? Yes. Um, they have, then, then maybe the other way around. If you want to make a Batgirl movie with a black woman, that makes perfect sense. Let's do that now. Let's connect but they, those uh, things but, together. Uh, no. Um, Obviously, the one we Simmons had was... Simmons uh, was Commissioner Gordon in, it, Gordon in it. And he was in he was in Justice League. No, no, no. In, in The Batman. Oh, in The Batman. In the Robert yes. Pattinson one. It's yes. Jeffrey Wright. Right. Correct. Correct. Uh, Wonder <laughs> yes, Woman 84 right. did $169 million worldwide. It did $46 million domestically. Opening that weekend, it did $16 million. Yeah, because it was because, Christmas. And that was Christmas Day. Christmas Day can be a big one for that, but again, it was already on. Does it have a budget? What was the budget for that? It doesn't show the budget. That's what's weird. That budget has got to be huge. This is the one movie I've never seen where they usually put the budget on that. Well, here's here's the thing. The budget for that movie is false because of all the money they had to pay out of pocket afterwards. Correct. Like, because it was... If you're an accountant, if you release a movie, it makes $100 million. Gail Godot has two points. All right, we have to give her two million bucks. Got it. They but don't have the case, budget for the Justice League either. Whatever was $45 million less than whatever. whatever but see, and Justice League, here, here's, here's the difference. Justice League was released only in the theater. Mm-hmm. $229 million domestically. $657 million worldwide. Less than Suicide Squad. It was it opening, opening weekend. It did $93 million. That's stupid. And that was in 2017 before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. That's when people went to movie theaters. Right. And that's it. It's so we have a we have a DCEU now that looks like it's going to have a plan. Yes, um, I'm sure they're looking for somebody who's going to run it. If it's if it's James Gunn, I want to check <laughs> because that was that was my idea. I think he would be perfect for that. You know, if it's as long as I'm starting to think somebody from Warner Brothers is listening to our show. <laughs> um, we know Fox isn't because they never got all those great Simpsons ideas that Travis and I came up with when we were down at. Uh, 
tune in studios or whatever. Um, for something like that, like James Gunn, I think would make sense. You have an executive producer that still is like, we're going to do this and you're going to sure. do that. Um, but the idea of that's if, if you work with him and say, this is the kind of tones kind of movie we want. We want more Aquaman movies. We want more Shazam movies. We want less Superman versus Batman, you know, that kind of thing. We want a little lighter, you know, we're seeing what's happening with the way that you can tell the shifts in the, the Marvel universe when the Russo brothers took over, you can see the shifts in the Marvel universe after James Gunn and Taka Waititi showed up. Yep. So those shifts are something that Kevin Feige would be like, okay, Batgirl's budget was 70 million. They already spent 90. They already said they spent 90. That's what I'm saying. You can look at the budget. That's not really what they're spending. Zack Snyder's be- budget for his Zack Snyder's justice league was 70 million. Mm-hmm. Justice league's was 300 million. Wonder Woman's was 200 million. Here it is. So two hundred million that did make back its money, and it lost even more on top of that because they had to pay. pay. Yeah, he paid out Gil Godot and probably Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. and Kristen Wiig and Chris Pine, Chris Pine, uh, Patty Jenkins. All of them get back end type stuff. We, this is the argument we had at the time. I said every single one of them has to have a back end deal. Yep. And where do you avoid? And even, if, even if you get put on as a producer, you yeah. still... That's and everyone's kind of telling me, like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, Scarlett Johansson sues Disney and also, oh, wait, you're right. Yep. That's what... Yeah, of course. And I never, you know, contract's a contract. I understand Scarlett Johansson is not worried where her next meal's coming from, you know. But it's still, she has a contract with Disney that has back end. Disney says, we're going to put it on Disney Plus the same time we release it. Then she wants money back. Okay, so here's something interesting. Cruella. Was released during the pandemic. It was released on Disney Plus and got a th- small theatrical run. That was day and date, wasn't it? Yes. That one was day and date. Domestically open weekend, $21 million. Domestically, it did $86 million. It did $233 million worldwide. Yeah, because Disney Plus wasn't, isn't available in every country. More than Justice League. Mm-hmm. More than mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Justice League's the big one. Wonder Woman 84, I wouldn't count because who knows how many theaters are open in every country. That Justice League's the big one. For Just, Justice League was a flop. Yeah. It lost a ton of money. And then they doubled down and said, okay, we're going to give him more money. And Cruel's budget was between 100 and 200 million. Yeah. I, I think they put it that way because they ended up paying Emma Stone because of where it was going to. Yeah. I mean, so was the same thing, wasn't it? I think because that was in the middle yeah. of, of that was right when Hansen that was when Scarlet's, yeah. yeah. So, it's big changes that are there, but uh, for Dis- for Disney, for HBO, Warner Brothers Discovery. But then you remember Shang Chi was originally supposed to be on. It was supposed to be one Shang Chi. They no Shang Chi was supposed to be forty five days, and it changed to sixty five when it was still but, making. But money. originally, originally they said it was going to be one for one. Yeah. It's not then they one. went back and said no, no, no. After the summer with jo- Scarlett yeah. Johansson, that one did seventy five million domestically opening weekend. Ended up doing four hundred thirty two billion dollars. Yeah, that was why they changed dollars. it. it was yeah, it made a billion dollars, <laughs> and it still had a forty five. Well, it had a sixty five. No, so that was the thing. Is remember they gave us a date and right. then they moved it because it was still the number one movie in the box office. Yeah. People will go see something but the, that they want to go see. The reason I'm putting the reason I'm making these comparisons is because it's not just about same day, uh, you know, same day release or 45 days. 
that's affecting the DC films. It's also the DC films themselves. The DC films themselves because there's a lack of direction. And there's no faith in them. When you just throw a bunch of stuff out there, nothing's connected. I still contend, and I've said this for 10 years now, that they were so afraid of people saying, oh, you're just doing what Marvel's doing. Correct. And I keep saying, what's wrong with that? Right. Look at what Marvel did. It worked. You have four of the most recognizable characters in history worldwide, and yet you can't figure out what to do with them. Yep. You can't, you know, stupid. Almost every Batman movie that's come out has been a major success. Recently. (laughs) Since Batman and Robin. I would say all, all of your Batman movies, but maybe two. Have the, the last half of the Burton verse were all flops. Correct. They all lost money. Correct. The Schumacher ones. Yes. But other than those two, everyone, every other one is arguably a success. Inarguably a success. They've all made a ton of money. Correct. Even Dark Knight Rises, which people are not. Oh, my God. So last night <laughs> I was watching something on YouTube and there was a guy like breaking down the scene where the Joker talks to the mob in yeah. Dark Knight. You know, with the pencil trick and everything. Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, I haven't seen this ever. So I'm just going to watch that scene, finish the movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> 95 minutes. I don't, I, started care. At like Honestly, I don't care when you start that movie, you will end up finishing the movie. I just go like, okay, I'll just do the Hong Kong part. No. All right, I'll just do that. Nope. That movie is so brilliant. Yeah. In such a, in, in, in every way. The Joker, I mean, I, I enjoyed the Joker. I understand the part do that they're doing. I'm not that I'm fascinated by. The Joker for me, I get people why like they like the Joker. And the Joker's a success. That's the thing. That yes. movie was a huge success because that budget was like under 90 million. Correct. And you can tell. You know, all they had to do was make sure that Times Square looked like a whorehouse and everything else was fine. And so that's a huge thing. So they made thing. it look and, like the 80s. And so they were just like, okay, let's do this now. You know, it's it's in sports you have this thing of the, the copycat league, right? right? You have a team that you don't expect or a team that uh, that wins the Stanley Cup with a way that not the whole league plays with. And sure. everybody tries to become that team. Sure. In 2007, when the Ducks won, it was a very heavy team. Big, physical, uh-huh. slow, great goaltending. Every team in the league tried to do that. And then when it didn't work, they saw teams start to win with speed. And they're like, oh, no, we got to have a speed team. Right, right. And then that's what Warner Brothers was trying to do. Every time there was a successful film, no, 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 we got to do them bigger. We got to do them bigger. Because yeah. Batman, Batman and Superman, Batman versus Superman, nobody liked it. But it was big. Yeah. It was we spent a lot of money on it and it looked really cool and it made money. So let's just do that every time. Everything's gotta be monstrous. Uh-huh. We have an Aquaman movie. Make sure it has eight million creatures in this shot and forty-five submarines in this shot and Jason Momoa's penis in this shot, whatever. They just made these big films, and then all of a sudden that's not working. Well, we made a big film with Suicide Squad. Yeah. We put the Joker in it. Nobody went to see it. All right, stop doing that. Let's do a Joker movie that's really small, really rated R really masculinely toxic go for it and gives the same vibe as dark knight yeah there you boom then you get that and then that worked and they're like oh let's make a let's make a cheap back row movie let's make a cheap this movie yeah oh that doesn't work we're gonna waste money no let's do this and there's just no direction in anything that they're doing we, we throw they throw it on the wall and the fact they announce all this stuff this is the third back row movie that's been announced since yep. we started doing this show yep joss whedon was supposed to do one there was another one that was gonna do that was gonna come out uh-huh. And then this one, which actually got made and got shot, but never finished. And it's just like, you, you, you're wasting so much money. Marvel has had one hiccup and that was Eternals. Yeah. And it worked for them. Yes. 
they're like, oh, we'll take Eternals off the schedule because we have a character named uh, 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 Spider-Man, which made a gajillion dollars. Um, I would say their one hiccup, definitely one hiccup, is uh, Inhumans. What did I say? You said Eternals. I meant Inhumans. That's what that's what I was talking about. Inhumans is the only movie that was announced by Marvel yes. as a feature film that never made it truly to theaters. They, I know they got the IMAX release of the first episode or whatever. Right. They, they put the first episode that, in. That was yeah. the thing where we wanted to do this and we ended up doing this. Uh-huh. Everything else. It reaches a point where they're standing in front of the El Capitan or SDCC or D23 or New York Comic Con. And Kevin Feige's up there and says, hey, take a look at this graphic. We're making these 10 films, mm-hmm. except for Inhumans, they've all gotten made. Right. No matter what. Even Eternals got made. And, it, and even Eternals, there's an Eternals too. Even, this, uh, even though Eternals was not a success by Marvel standards, because that's where you got it. That's where you got to make the. the you, that's Thor the Dark World. Everyone's like, oh, it was a flop. It's like, no, it made its money. It's just not a success by the standards of other Marvel films. Right. Well, they're saying, you know, right now, for the Thor, you know, Love and Thunder is the worst reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes. First of all, that doesn't mean anything. Second of all, it still made a shit ton of money. There's an old thing that I remember reading this in uh, TV Guide. Look it up, kids. But for the 20th, 15th anniversary of, of The Simpsons, they rated like the 15 best Simpsons episodes. Right. And then there's a little sidebar that said, lots of fans have asked when we put this poll up, what do we think the worst one is? And they have the one where Lisa is at uh, like a Renaissance fair or whatever. And she runs into a gypsy and she gets knocked out and she sees the future where she is marrying a character who's voiced by Hugh Grant. And he doesn't like Homer and Homer doesn't like him or Homer does like him. And and at the bottom, I still I always remember this. They said the caveat being as bad as this episode is by Simpsons standards. We guarantee you this was the best thing that was on TV that night. Right. That's what it is. What's at the bottom? The very worst one. When we were ranking those films and I put something like even Guardians of the Galaxy or or Ant-Man or whatever on the bottom of my list. I can't remember what my final movie was. I still like I'd watch that before I would watch any of DC's movies. Right. You go back and watch Iron Man 3 before you'd watch. Yeah, I'll watch Iron Man 3 before I watch Justice League. Yeah, Justice League or Batman versus Superman or Man of Steel again. Well, but I, I use Justice League because that's their big yeah event. That, that's their, their Avengers. Mm-hmm. But when you when you start you know comparing Marvel movies, you have you can't compare them. You can't say well you know you can compare them internally, but you yes. can't. It's hard to make a thing. We've talked about it here. I've said it here. The one thing Marvel's done, maybe Marvel hasn't done anything that's super out of the box, right? You know. But at the very least, every single one of those films is a movie you can watch. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of if you if you did it like, hey, what do we watch tonight? We're gonna watch Iron Man three. Okay. Yeah. There's enough in it. There's enough in in Thor Dark World. There's enough in Guardians. There's enough in Eternals. There's enough in Eternals. Eternals was not terrible. No, it's not my favorite. I'm not gonna go out of my way. I'm not going home like, oh god, I gotta watch Eternals right. again. Unfortunately, I feel that way about almost everything that's happened since uh, Endgame. Well, that's what a lot. Most people are saying that. Yeah. Uh, even Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm sort of like, yeah, I saw it. Mm-hmm. 
It's big. It's crazy. Are you gonna are you gonna see the um, re-release September first? No. With the extra footage. What extra footage can you put in it? I think it has the Hulk or somebody in it. In No Way Home? Yeah. That makes no sense. There's there's some extra stuff in it. That's you talk about cash grabs. Yeah. That's a Sony. That's got to be a Sony thing. Uh, yeah, because I think you said that because like, they got to make up the money they lost putting Morbius back out a second time because yeah. they got duped by a meme. Um, Oi. No, but I mean, just even, you know, the Marvel stuff is, I mean, the stuff that Marvel that you do not, that most people say, quote unquote, I don't like, is still a hundred times better than a lot of the DC stuff. It's and, still, and, if, and I'm just talking gonna, pure filmmaking out of it. If you're going to comparatively talk about them, yes. Once you do the two together, I think some of the problem with geekdom is everything is ranked. Oh, sure. And everything's there. And so, it's just, you know, we have stuff that we like. We have stuff that... Eh, I was watching uh, Gray Man yesterday. I still have to watch that. The uh, it, with the Russo brothers with... Uh, yeah, Chris. it's uh, Chris Evans and... Uh, Come Ryan on, Gosling. Yes. Ryan Gosling, to, to me, would be fascinating as Mr. Fantastic. Mr. As Reed Fantastic, Mr. Bombastic. They want to get him in the they want to get him in the MCU. I think he'd work really well as Mr. Fantastic. Who wants to get him in the MCU? Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige's come out and saying, I've got, I'm trying to find a place for uh, Ryan Gosling. I don't know if we can have Ryan Gosling and Harry Styles in the same universe. It's just <laughs> too much. Uh, what did you think about uh, uh, Giancarlo wants to... Uh, he, he's apparently been reading with Marvel to figure out uh, they want him in. They, he's come in for a couple interviews. They don't know where they or what character they want, but he they've really already wants, got his, They've already got his W-2, so you might as well put him there somewhere. He really wants to be Mr. Uh, he wants to be Professor X. Be interesting. It'd be interesting, but now I get this. Is, there's so much on the internet about like it doesn't matter if Professor X is black. I said I, I don't know if it matters, but there'd be there'd be an interesting for what the X Men are. That would be a very interesting thing of having a black man be a part of the X Men, of the leader of it, basically. Yes. What does that say about it? Because someone, yeah, right, there was a tweet today that was sort of like. Magneto being Jewish is essential to that character, Correct. the way that he's written in Marvel. Again, you don't have to write him that way. No. You know, MCU, it's it's unlikely that he survived the Holocaust in a modern film. Right. Um, but that persecution in front of his face is central to his character. Correct. As he draws the parallels, being white is not essential to Xavier because, you know, it's not just white people that are rich. Sure. Most of them are. But the second that's where the dynamic to me almost shifts to Giancarlo Esposito playing. He's seen persecution in front of his eyes because that Professor X to me would be much easier to to uh, write that character if he's black in terms of we want persecution, you know, uh, writing them off. Right. To happen in his past, much easier, not easier, but it makes a whole lot of social sense if he's black. Now, here's a question. Would it come across to fans as changing the character for just changing the character's sake? Everything is. Because of how many films we've had with Professor X being Caucasian. 
it's not I don't think we got it because it's Caucasians because Patrick Stewart was Professor X. He was bald. Sure. He was a leader. He but remember he we had presence. four what four films that did not have Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Who else was Professor X? I'm gonna give you a minute on this one. Oh, for what's his face? First yeah, class. That's the same thing. <laughs> but he was supposed to be him. Yes. That's the they were all in the same universe. He's still he's he's pretending to be he was pretending to be Patrick Stewart. We still have Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Yes, in the MCU. In the MCU. So the variant of him. But even if you have the, that variant, now are you kind of subconsciously locking in what the idea of that character should be? No, because that's that's the one thing I said with that is as much as they want to tell you that Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange in every universe and Elizabeth Olsen is Wanda in every universe, they'll also tell you we're not using John Krasinski as Reed. Right. It's not going to happen. Well, we also see that there's three different spider people playing Spider-Man. Yeah. So that's like it's when you have a lot of different people creating stuff that is sort of the just right in that that moment when I saw it. That's the first thing I thought of is like we were just told that Spider-Man can look totally different in three different universes. Correct. It was given to us six months ago, and yeah. now you're telling me that no, no, it looks they, they all look the same in every universe. There's no way, right? So I don't. They're gonna pick Even whoever's gonna we be know the that best. Kang character. has said when he was the, the man that has no name or whatever in Loki. He says, you know, the other me's are very different. Yeah, and that's you do that because you that gives you. I said for a while now their cop out for Tony will be that they're going to get one from another universe and it ain't going to be Robert Downey Jr. Right. You know, they'll get one that's like, oh, this universe, the big bang in this universe was 4 billion years later. Yeah. And so now Tony's, you know, 15. Yeah. And it's still steampunk era and he built something, you know, whatever. I'd love to see them do uh, uh, 1463. What is it? 1602. 1602. Yeah. That would be... 1602 is its own universe. That's the thing. You you play around with that so much. Yeah, but I would love to see them do that. It'd be interesting to do that and use the actors that are already in it. Yeah. So you like you'd know them immediately because that's one of the things with 1602, especially if you're not as familiar. It takes you a little bit to figure out who some of these people are. Sure. Like, oh, he's Spider Man. Okay, I get it now. But yeah, that would be to me. That would be fascinating to see Disney do. It'll be fascinating to see what they do with with whatever they want to do with the multiverse. There's also talk that they're going to do uh planet Hawk. You already did planet Hawk. I know there's, there's people that are saying, well, they just ruined, they've already ruined doing planet Hawk with Thor. No, they ruined Thor's hammer with vision. That's the only thing they ever ruined. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, DC, they, they, you know, it does seem like they're going to, uh, after Flashpoint or Flash, DC whatever they're calling that movie, taking some time off. The one that we swear doesn't have Ezra Midler in it. And then you get in the theater like, surprise! He's here. We're going to wait to put that out until... Because they even announced that they were moving uh, Shazam back until 2023. Shazam. It was supposed to come out this year. That promo. <laughs> I don't know. That one, like, only one of the films that said... Between now and the end of this year, you're going to see all these movies. Only one of them is coming out. Yep. And that's Black, Black Adam. Adam. All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. 
Make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables on Instagram as nerdables and on Twitter as nerdables show. Just one topic. Yeah. Well, we, I've been trying to do that. Trying to, you know, to hone things in a little bit better. <clears throat> so for Chris, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>